0: The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Please visit pod617.com to learn about our podcast production services and view our full lineup of shows.
1: What up, gangsters? My name is Inigo Montoya. Movies that you get, Shawshank by. Come on, do it, kill me. I guess I just miss my friend. Shawshank. And on your 50th viewing, Shawshank. This movie is everything. Shawshank. Kiss Masks, Lee Trevino, Shawshank,
0: one-armed on black man named Chump,
1: Shawshank.
2: All right, and here we are. Shawshank, the podcast. We are back, folks, I can't believe it, for part three of our 50 greatest guy actors of all time. Let's quickly go around the room before we jump right back into our list. Maddie Blake? Don't just shit there.
3: Listen to our podcast. <laughs> you say shit there? I said shit down. <laughs> Nick Stevens. Oh.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. It's all ball bearings these days, kids. All ball bearings.
2: <laughs> Georgie Kipp.
1: toss to White,
0: and the Patriots win the Super Bowl. Again. Brady what are you George. Doing? What are you George, doing?
1: this is the top male movie stars. Why Each of trolling? us has done a quote from one of. And now you're fl- now you're flossing. It's painful. Now you're doing the floss dance. Oh except God. it just looks like somebody who has back pain. That <laughs> <laughs> looks like somebody who is just trying to get like their L three to loosen up.
2: Good Lord. Was that, was, that was some yoga in there, too. Nice job, George. All right, guys, let's let's go ahead and jump don't right into it. Don't
1: encourage him. <laughs> it's all you, don't feed the animals.
2: Guys, we had a heck of a time picking our first 20, folks. These next mm-hmm. 10, very difficult. Yeah. Let's start with number 30. Number 30.
3: It is estimated. You just made the list. That this actor has made $650 million on his films. That netted a combined $3.6 billion and almost all of it is gone. <laughs> I present to you Mr. Johnny Depp.
1: Yeah, I mean, and for, and for that alone. What um, what a, yeah. That alone he's going to live. No one's living like real movies. No one's trashing hotel rooms anymore. No mm-hmm. one's a complete recluse. No one's a, no one's a rock star anymore in movies except Johnny Depp. Who is he, Monty
0: Brewster? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Timely. When we talked about it on the radio show recently, I'd be lying if I said I said even Monty Brewster couldn't go through money like that. You did, you did. (laughs) Nerds! Nerds! nerds.
3: (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm drinking wine like that. Uh, I would suggest that you read the Rolling Stone article, The Trouble with Johnny Depp. It is breathtaking. He's basically a recluse right now in his mansions. He feels like he has been, had all his money stolen. The company that is countersuing him, the financial company, has such great tidbits in their countersuit, such as, "quote, you can't call wine an investment." An investment when you drink it the minute you get it,
1: <laughs> which is phenomenal. Uh, now, very difficult
2: to gain uh, wealth without assets. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Daddy, when do you think, uh, I mean, anybody that wears the number of scarves that he does, yes. that he smokes as many cigarettes, drinks the way hats, he does. yes. Hat, yeah, lots of hats. Yeah, he's a hat hats, guy. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of suede still for yeah. some reason. Uh, there may or may not be the use of ascots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> animals that are extinct he wears. A lot of rings. Yes. A lot of jewelry that doesn't go where it's supposed to go. Coup de Mons. When did Johnny Depp become was it Pirates of the Caribbean that made Johnny Depp the international superstar? Because everyone loved him, but was it like uh was Henry and Well was the movie? Uh, Benny, Benny and June was Benny, yeah, and Benny June, Gilbert Gray yeah. Well was it yeah.
3: Twenty one Jump Street Teen Heart was, Rob at was point. the yeah, was yeah. the one that kind of put him probably in the public consciousness in a major way. Um Then, of course, Edward Scissorhands in 1990 was a big one. Love that movie. People erroneously report this all the time. They talk about, well, he was in the Tom Petty video, and that broke him into the Great Wide Open, and then he did all these things. He actually did that after. Ah. He was already Johnny Depp of 21 Jump Street. Thanks for clearing that up. Um, And then his career, well, I'll tell you this, where the (laughs) trouble started in terms of his personal life, and I have this on great insider authority, was when he made Donnie Brasco, suddenly oh, really? he thought he was a gangster what according to someone my favorite, favorite movie. gangster movie yep. yeah oh, and, hand, oh, and then his friendship movie. with Hunter S Thompson started him down that road but remember too this guy Johnny Depp calls himself a failed musician first. He, he went to L.A. to become a musician. He wanted to be a rock star.
1: Wasn't he holding River Phoenix's handouts or trying to revive well, him outside the Viper Room? Well,
3: he was trying to, the rumor is that he might have given him the fatal dose, but which Depp denies as far as what right. I've read. He said something in the Rolling Stone article. He said, imagine having to live with that. Uh, he says he did not give him the fatal dose, but he was certainly with him that night because he had bought the Viper Room. So Johnny Depp is a, actor but who really considers himself a rock star so now that he's made it as an actor he's living a rock star life he's currently on tour with joe perry so he's basically just created this pirate character based on keith richards yeah he thinks he's joe perry he thinks he's keith richards and he thinks he's a gangster bad combination yeah. for holding on to money fantastic but oh,
2: also wow. one of the reasons he should be on this list you ever seen the movie blow amazing blow? georgie georgie but, young but blow Waymond is a Mass. blow is a horrible horrible film
1: but Johnny Depp makes yeah. it amazing. He's great. Johnny is Depp is great. so good. Thank goodness, you said that because he's entertaining in that movie. But the movie itself he's is not so that good. Real quick,
3: by the way, I, I know there's is a side. I'll wrap up. But Johnny Depp belongs on this list. Major movie star. I mean, just look at his list. The uh, you know the uh, um, the two th- collaboration I mean,
0: with uh,
1: and his Tim uh, also Tim, his Burton. Tim Burton. He basically if Den- huge. He's the muse, right? If De- you right. know De Niro right. to Scorsese, Tim Burton, yep.
0: three-time Academy Award nominee Indeed. for Finding Neverland for. Playing a pirate in Pirates of the Caribbean right. and for
1: uh, Sweeney Todd.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, sneaky good in Sweeney Todd, yeah. by the way. That's a sneaky good. I know musicals don't get a lot of love. Yeah. Just like, you know, the only watchable movies. thing
2: in From Hell, by the way, which is a horrible adaptation of a really good comic series. Um, um,
3: before we wrap up, though, real quick, I know we will do our Shawshanked, but on the you mentioned um, the Johnny Depp movie that you guys didn't like, the Georgie Young. Well, I got Shawshanked last night, real quick, by a movie called American Maid with Tom Cruise in which he played How was c- that? It's actually it reminded me of Blow it's got that kind of biopic drug mm. runner formula it newer? It's newer it okay. came out in 2017 it is really a lot of fun and it's a true story I thought it's- you meant
2: the one with J-Lo <laughs> Wasn't
3: there, wasn't there American no, that was Maid- Made in Manhattan? Oh right, in Manhattan. sorry yes. <laughs> uh, So there you go Johnny Depp okay. belongs on the list Alright
2: number 29
1: Number 29 Made the list.
2: Uh, this is one of my favorite people on the entire list because he has uh, just hit so many funny bone nerves on me. Who else can come up with lines so ridiculously non-sequitur like, I'll have a steak sandwich and a steak sandwich? Or, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, kiss my ass, kiss your ass, kiss his ass, happy Hanukkah. Or, can I borrow your towel? My car just hit a water buffalo. Or, thank you very little. We had a
1: pullout out back. It would be a pool in a pond. A pond would be good for you, Carl.
2: Chevy Chase. In Caddyshack, he was Ty Webb. He was Erwin M. Fletcher and Fletch. Mm. Clark W. Griswold Jr. in the Vacation Series. How about in Three Amigos? Do you have anything besides Mexican food? Oh, my God. <laughs> he, is, he is, hands down, one of the greatest uh, uh, w- w- what's uh, physical comedians Yes, I've ever seen in my life, and most of it's just his face.
3: We came to think about it, Carmen. El Guapo took her too. <laughs> Have you seen a set of cufflinks, Mother of Pearl? <laughs> Dusty!
1: When he the no, scene on, no, it's not just the face. He's in a, that first season scene, of SNL. He's so Oh, so I know. Good. He was the first superstar
2: from SNL. Yeah. But the scene in uh European Vacation, which is the worst of the three, uh, where he's just opening and closing the ashtray oh, and he's yeah. making a face at his wife, mm-hmm. like seducing her by mm-hmm. ocean. It is brilliant physical comedy. How
1: about the scene in Vacation when he's like they got the sandwiches and he's like trying to like dance sexy (laughs) with the wheat bread Uh, sandwich against slapping it against his face, slapping it against his face. They found out oh the dog went in the picnic basket and he spits (laughs) it out. How about the scene? I think his best bit of two best bits of physical comedy aside from the umpteen Gerald Ford falls he did in that first season of SNL, one and done by the way. The original star like was one and done. Belushi hated him for that. uh, Hated him too, and that's why I can't recommend enough the. Uh the movie on Netflix where Joel McHale plays Chevy Chase. I know the funny thing that he said on the in the interview with us again that I name check here was uh he did a show with Chevy Chase for years and then Joel McHale played him in that uh, the feudal and stupid gesture movie, uh in the Caddyshack book. You see what a giant star he was. Oh yeah. And yeah, how yeah. cocaine addled he was for all those years. <clears throat> uh Vicky, can I help you with that Kool Aid? Dot 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 <laughs> please. Please. Yeah. And then when uh uh Clark is asked, uh, "Can you give some lonesome money to Eddie? Do you think it maybe help him out?" And he a little slides something. the money back. In his his wall. He, oh, it takes the money out of his wallet, like about thirty-eight thousand dollars. The way he slides the money back <laughs> he into the wallet—so swear is physical really. comedy perfection.
2: But he- then he had this incredible fall from grace. Remember the uh, it was the Curse of the Invisible Man or whatever it mm. was. He
0: had the Chevy Chase talk
2: show, which I have. From when I worked at Fox, I went through the closet and they actually had the original promo poster that was like it was like the thick one. Oh yeah. it's like have you know that? I so I haven't framed at my house. Oh my god. Is that uh, in your bonnet? That's in you know, bonus no, it's in the basement. It's like it's I, that bad it's not even up. No, I just, that should be up. That's yeah. a piece. It has got, it's got he's got the missing tooth in the middle, because he's supposed to be competing with Letterman. So he's like that's he's filling in the filling in the uh, the gap funny. in late night
3: comedy. I thought of a good podcast for us in the future. Rewatch old failed shows. It'd be interesting to go back and watch that now and review it. Oh yeah, because people oh, panned it so hard. Horrible. But I do—is it? Yeah. I do remember there were some moments,
0: though. I Goldie bet there's
3: Goldie
2: some on. moments. Beverly oh.
0: D'Angelo was on with him once, and well, I found that interesting. Because he
2: couldn't interview; he was terrible at interviews. Mm-hmm. He would—he would go to All Goldie Hawn and go, "Hey, remember that time that this thing happened?" And there'd be no context that anyone oh. else is like. The like first that. bit they ever makes did Jimmy was. Fallon look like
1: Charlie Rose.
2: The first bit he ever did on his show, I he mean, went out to, the... to put his hands in the cement out yeah. in, ho- in front of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They had this fake thing, and he fell in. It was like a pool. Oh, right. And he like, came up all messed up, and I was just like, ooh, that's a rough start. But it wasn't as bad as the Magic Johnson show. Remember that one? <sighs> uh, let's when, move. I remember t- Howard t- Stern t- took him,
1: yeah. When yeah. he had AIDS.
2: Let's go on to number 20 <laughs> 28. Chevy Chase. Co- Co- True Chase, comedy legend. Oh, absolutely. True star.
3: 28.
1: 28, 28, 28, 28, 28.
3: One, two, you just made the list. I told you to not just shit there. To pay respect to my career. My career. Because it was awesome. Of course I'm talking about The Rock. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The great Sean Connery. Uh, the first James Bond Uh, An incredible legacy. Then he goes on, of course, to do The Hunt for Red October. I know, Nick, that's one of your favorites later in his career. One ping only, please. (laughs) Captain Marco Ramius,
1: the only (laughs) Scottish-Russian, Welsh-Russian ever. And, I mean, sure, he
3: backhanded some bitches, but (laughs) (laughs) what gangster didn't? Dude,
1: he is James Bond. I mean, like, just... Long, lanky, handsome Sean Connery with a pistol, wearing a baby mm-hmm. blue towel, mm-hmm. performing karate on random henchmen in suits, slapping some bitches up. <laughs> that is what up. You're not even – he would leave. What does Sean Connery think of Me Too? Oh, right. Oh, he's oh, yeah, laughing right, at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our he, are he started Me Too. He's
2: yeah. like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> me, no,
1: no my, Sean Connery's was
2: me first. Uh, <laughs> he, he walked Fuck! in. There's Fuck a scene. Jokes. There's a scene in uh, – see what happens when I have my seltzer? Um, there's a scene in Goldfinger where he's in, in prison. He's behind a, a, a big wall and there's a window, and this guy's just watching him in like a chair, like this. And Sean Connery just kind of walks over to the, <laughs> the window, just slings down, yeah. and the guy's where does the guy think he's going? But the guy's <laughs> compelled because it's Sean Connery to go. Oh, I better figure this out. So he goes in there. Sean Connery's now on the ceiling. <laughs> he jumps on. Him. <laughs> Only Sean Connery could pull that off.
3: Yeah, like the the definition of like the. Pro- not the first, of course, because you go to the old Hollywood, but this the dashing Euro actor, you know. But he also had chops. Let's not forget that he was a serious actor and, um, you know, comes from that school where he had the real chops. So, I mean, he belongs on the list. You could argue maybe even a little higher, but I I like him where he is. How about is. Last Crusade? Let's not forget that. Oh, right. my God. Yeah, Great. absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah, dude, come on. And, and he's they knighted? a knighted? They bring a knife, you bring a gun. That's the Chicago That's Oh, with
3: Untouchables, of oh, course. Untouchables, sure, yeah. Don't, uh, you just stomp your feet if you're called. Stomp your that, feet.
1: I've, I've, I've lost the cure for the plague of the 20th century. Don't you presume to tell me how to do my job. How many friends of yours quote from Medicine Man? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> even in, what was it, entrapment?
0: Uh, I'll take anal bum cover for 100. <laughs> That's an album cover, Mr. Connery. I'll <laughs> take the rapist. Right?
1: Yeah, such an iconic <laughs> character rapist. that one of the greatest characters That's in therapist. Saturday Night Live, 21st Century Division, is a parody of him. Just like uh, Burt Reynolds, Norm Macdonald's Burt Reynolds is Turd Ferguson. Like, shuck on that Trebek. If you've become somebody who's an iconic parody character in jeopardy on SNL, chances are you belong on the 50 top male movie stars.
3: Yeah, I'm time. going through his IMDb now. It's it's incredible. You know, just just
1: <laughs> so many it. films.
3: <laughs> there there are some there are some clunkers. But uh, boy, what a what a career! <laughs> You're the man now, dog. How about
2: number twenty-seven? Oh, 20- oh, You're the man now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie? Finding, finding Forrester. Finding oh, Forrester. Yeah. Oh, I way. think he just kept playing. Compl- and then what about Dragonheart? I'm the last dragon. Oh, oh that movie was. Dragon shit. It Doesn't
1: matter. He was the first James Bond. I think just there was like an- just certain people that claim for that are that get to claim first the iconic characters that that. Oh basically that inspired others the way ha- like Harry Callahan role inspired yeah, absolutely. certain types of like tough guys James Bond is the first original like, super spy if not action hero actually and
2: if he doesn't hit it out of the park with that then maybe it, you know deadens the franchise
1: and I, I was talking about his Correct. earlier after, uh
3: actor chops and I lost my train of thought but he comes from a Shakespearean background and he did Macbeth on television in like 60 whatever it might have been 63 or 61 and a lot of people consider it one of the great Macbeth's you know, ever done? <laughs> which a lot of Macbeth rankings going on. Well, you know, people do get into like who is <laughs> like, the best <laughs> handlers. MFK, so...
1: your three favorite Macbeths. <laughs> All right, that's our next episode. <laughs> All right,
2: let's move on to number twenty-seven.
3: Number Walter Hi,
1: you just made the list. I am tired of these Uh-oh. mother fucking snakes. <laughs> On this motherfucking plane. Yeah. S-L-J. You're listening to WSLJ, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Samuel Leroy Jackson Radio. If I told you the actor checking in at number 27 on our top 50 male movie stars list was, by some accounts, adjusted for inflation, the highest grossing actor ever. Would you be surprised? What? Sam Jackson, because yes, of his that's association true. True. with right the Avengers Wars. movies Star and Star Wars, dude, yeah. it's this like the same way that Harrison Ford, oh, and uh, at, to a, at, at one point was in more top ten movies of all in time than the Tarantino, than any movies other actor. And... Yeah, he's got so many Sam little Jackson parts they are has, big. That's the thing. Boy, that and makes. And that's why when we started discussing this list, I questioned at first, not just the prowess, the star power, and the uh, you know the sheer awesome, the attitude right. of Sam Jackson. I mean, he's been bringing the heat for 30 years. Mm. Uh, and also, by the way, is there a better-looking or better-moving 70-year-old male movie star than Sam Jackson? He's 70. 70 he looks years unbelievable. old. Uh, he, makes,
3: he makes my white snake moan. <laughs> oh,
1: good night. Oh, night. Yeah. Hey, well oh, done, Matty. Uh, so Sam Jackson, at the tender age of 70, still one of the biggest stars in the world. It's not that you go see... Sam Jackson movies, like right. Sam Jackson doesn't is not the biggest top draw. Sam Jackson isn't the biggest marquee star. Where is my super suit? Oh God, he's so good as Frozone. He's yeah. incredible in the Two Incredibles movies as Frozone. But he's so many good. He's like maybe the best supporting player, if right. you will. I mean, he's a movie star. He's for a sure. team player. He's he, exactly. He's not a utility player. He's not a Brock Holt. He's not just like a supporting actor. I mean, his Shaft was man. So, Some of the ones he's been, but, a, but, a, but a, second fiddle to headline Travolta headline. in Pulp Fiction, right? That's... But, and, and when you put him in that position, nobody shines better. Look, Snakes on a Plane is one of the stupidest movies you ever see. But, I love it though. Yeah, and he's second build, of course, to the terrible script in the Snakes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but he, I mean, in a completely non-racial way, he's like salt on every meal. Every
1: movie he's in, he makes he adds all the flavor to it. Right? I call that the Triple B theory. You add butter, bacon, or bourbon to any meal. It, immediately gets better which is sam why jackson.
2: your buttered bourbon bacon is the best sam jackson is sure the is. butter
1: bacon and bourbon now what's everyone's favorite like when i say sam jackson what movie first comes to mind for you a pulp fiction yeah for me for some reason and you will I, know my name coming
2: to america still pops into my head
0: right
1: well, he's like, in coming really? to America. He well was just because he's got that one it was before he ever yeah, hit he it he was big. in menace about, to society as well uh, Dude, how about the fact though. that he was also uh how about his kind of unforgettable turn as gator in Jungle Fever. Right. Super good, super sad. That mm-hmm. is a super... Like, the dynamic between Aussie Davis as the dad and Sam Jackson as Gator, the crackhead son. It, I mean, it's like... Really sad. it's But it's incredible acting. That's yeah. when I think he, I first noticed him. That's when he first popped to me. Now is but, he, of course, a couple years later in Pulp Fiction, household name. Is he Tarantino's yeah. muse? Good question, because he's in. So see, yeah. Uma Thurman this no. Actually, you're right. Well, he kind of is, I, but but I, Hateful Eight. I mean, everything that he's in. Yeah, a tough. Like if that's his. Yeah, he was in Django. He's in, he's in everything. He yeah. is in. Ev- you're right. Great call, yeah. Buck. Uh,
2: so he's got. How there did just he
1: speak com- for vo- for volume? And he's great as Nick Fury.
2: How did he make number twenty-seven? I feel like the first time we pitched this idea, I had him at three.
1: Well, th- I mean, list. three. Come on. Come on!
2: You said the box office record right there. I know, but
1: that's the box office record. But again, but again that's like no. That's like saying Robert Horry is one of the greatest shooters in NBA history. Like no, yeah, like we had this conversation. Biggest, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right, the big right. shot Bob theory.
2: Thanks for including me. Uh, number twenty six. Number twenty
3: six. Oh,
0: twenty six! Oh, thank you. You just made the list. So this was kind of a, a controversial pick because he is so high. But how does one go from such iconic roles as Mr. Mom? Beetlejuice and the OG film Batman to going M.I.A. for most of the 90s and 2000s to headlining back-to-back Academy Award winning best pictures with his name above the title in Birdman and Spotlight in 2014 and 2015 it's Michael Keaton now Keaton was as big of a box office comedy draw in the 80s as I'd say Bill Murray Chevy Chase and Robin Williams because he had Gung Ho
1: and Night Shift. Gung Ho,
2: and- one of my all-time favorite movies. Yes, almost Gung underrated.
1: Ho, I love see, I, Gung I, I, Ho. See, I, to me, that's Night Shift. Night now, I think yeah, Night right. Shift is not just the name of one Johnny of my favorite Kane, local Johnny breweries. Dangerously. When, yeah.
0: And I think my favorite is the Dream Team, with uh, Dream, okay oh Dream team, yeah. with, with Peter Boyle with, with, and uh, uh, Flounder. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Well, uh, Stephen first. And, a yes. Bit, uh, and, a little reach. And yeah. he, he tried. Christopher Lloyd. He tried to mix in some dramatic work. But with two words- Pacific he, Heights, yeah. real scary. With two words, he became a box office legend.
2: I'm Batman. Yeah, unbelievable Batman. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: uh, but then uh, he, he starred in
1: some good flicks, multi, Multiplicity, do you multiplicity, remember Multiplicity,
2: underrated comedy. Yeah. Uh,
1: now, the one, My Life, uh, the oh, one yeah. by Bruce yeah. Joel Rubin. Heartbreaker, yeah. Uh, no, that movie can that go flush itself yeah. down the fucking toilet. And that is, I've never, how dare, I want all the maudlin tears that you extracted from my eyes the scene, in that final scene- yeah. When they finally throw like the Ugh. little pony ride and like carnival in the backyard for him, who's dying of cancer, yeah. he's leaving the VHS tapes for his kid. F you. But the scenes. F you for <laughs> yeah. making it championship The scenes in
2: there. where, yeah, the scenes where he's doing the how to's to his Talking future to the kid. Yeah. He talks to him about like, this is how you make pasta. You break it right yeah. here. You do it. This is how you make it in college. <laughs> <laughs> you made it, like, you're probably on one pot. And then and then he goes, when you walk oh. into a room, this is where you shake a hand. You don't bring it up from here. And like he's explaining to his yeah. future kid. And you're watching these, and you're going, you know, you're completely invested into this movie. Um, I love in Gung Ho when he tells Kaz, oh, yeah, if you guys are so great, how come you lost the big one? And Kat, you can just see that just tears the Japanese boss in half. And Michael Keaton, another great physical comedian, just kind of, and then they just go at it. Uh, And how about the movie The Founder? Or we when he plays that just Brock, came out. Right? one of my favorite movies in the last ten years. So really? It, it, was loved a,
0: it. The monsters come back in Birdman, where he was Academy Award nominated. I, yep. And that and movie then is Spotlight super overrated. opened
1: the doors to his like um, I it was ex- his I Renaissance. Thought, I thought he was I thought Birdman kind of opened the door to the Renaissance. I feel like Spotlight kind of cemented it because he's in a best picture winner. And As he's was really Birdman. good. I know Bird, yeah, two back to back best picture winners. Yeah. So it was great. But I thought Birdman was overrated. I thought Spotlight was Brilliant. fantastic.
0: Also, that, is there a funnier animated character in the past 10 years than Ken, Barbie's flamboyant wannabe <laughs> boyfriend in Toy <laughs> Story yeah. 3? It. Really good. And, and then the role of, he was Vulture in the newest Spider-Man movie. So he's, he's back, he's on the rise. And, now, t- and yeah. I
1: question this, George, you have totally, completely validated Michael Keaton being on this list. And I also think we're kind of burying the lead the most underrated of all the Michael Keaton comedies. His most underrated performance is in The Other Guys. Okay. I think oh, a, yeah. as he as doing the TLC. boss and The Other Guys. Like, <laughs> the guys, you know, because, look, I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. He I'm he talks about, like, I forget the exact, the exact quote when he talks about, like, guys, yeah, go you know, I got to work the two. He works at Bed Bath & Beyond at night. He has a second job. He's a police chief, and he works at Bed Bath & Beyond so he can, I think, quote, <laughs> Uh, make some money, make uh, make money to send his kid to uh, NYU just so he can realize he's a gay DJ. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking funny. But guys, it's Mr. Mom. Mr. Oh, Mom. Yeah. About Beetlejuice. Oh my God, right? we haven't even mentioned Beetlejuice. I did. I, I tried
0: to Not at the beginning. Enough. No, but but also Batman. He was OG film Batman. Rank Rank him his Batman performance. Well, he's, he's clearly the, sec, the
1: number two. Yeah, like I would say number two, yeah. Okay. But,
2: but, I mean, Batman Returns was even better, I thought. He was even better than that. They yeah. gave him more of a movable costume, too.
3: Do you dare enter Monsterland? You may not know that some 50 miles west of Boston sits what may be one of the most diverse and comprehensive paranormal locations in the world. If you listen to the Monsterland podcast, the secrets will be revealed to you. I'm Maddie Blake, actor, TV host, and believer, and I'm fortunate to be co-hosting the show with the author of the book known as Monsterland, Ronnie LeBlanc. Thanks, Maddie. Well, you said it, we're practically next door to the Lemister State Forest, a place that's had a decades-long list of strange phenomena, including UFOs, paranormal activity, Bigfoot, strange sightings, occult, and military activity. Absolutely, and Ronnie, on the Monsterland podcast, we'll be joined by a murderer's row, of experts from all over the world to finally figure out if these claims belong in the myth or monsterland files so make sure you listen binge and believe as each chapter of our mysterious journey unfolds you can find the monsterland podcast on pod617.com the mighty pod617.com the boston podcast network join the passionate fans who we're already hearing from see you soon in monsterland Uh, All right, let's move on to number 25.
1: It's number 25. You just made the list. All right, I'm going to state a case right now. (laughs) I am number 25 (laughs) on the top 50 male movie stars list. And I'm going to state a case for this guy. Now, you said before, like, uh, when I saw this list, I think this guy should have been so much higher. This This is is big on Maddie, too. Maddie didn't like this. I have since had a chance to talk to Maddie about this, and I've sold him on The Prospect, and I'm about to sell you two MFers, and you, audience. Number 25 legitimately could stake a claim to deserving to be in the top 10. When did the first Bill and Ted movie come out? 88. Right, okay. And before that, uh, I think he had some smaller parts. River's Edge. River's Edge. But, of course, as, uh, uh, was it Ted... uh, Bill S. Preston, Esquire, Ted and Theodore Ted, Logan. Ted, Ted Theodore Logan. He's in this incredible comedy franchise that's now finally getting the long overdue, and I bet it'll be the best long overdue sequel ever, and Bill and Ted become fully aware, or Bill and Ted get hard together, whatever it's called, I don't care. Bill so <laughs> and Ted 3 is the Yeah, Bill and Ted 3 is what we're we'll calling it. Keanu Reeves has been in multiple, multiple incredibly successful movie franchises, has reinvented himself, several times, yet stayed the exact same. He's never really any different. Plays the same guy, yet continues to find his way into different projects and different successful franchises. How the hell is the same guy that was in Bill and Ted's Neo in what I think is probably the greatest action sci-fi movie ever next to Star Wars, The Matrix, Go ahead and rewatch it again. I told you to go back and watch Time Cop again. <laughs> go back and watch Time Cop. That'll be the fir- Time Cop. That's going to be the first shirt available right. from Shawshank Press. The rewatch second Time one is Go ahead and watch The Matrix again. He's in The Matrix and then does all d- random dramatic movies. Every now and again comes out with a fantastic over the topper like Devil's Advocate. He's pretty good in Dracula. He was not bad in Dracula. Uh, speed, yo. Guys, speed. She's in speed. He's fun as Shane Falco in The Replacements. Yes. Point Break is the best worst movie ever made. Yep. It is, and then to top it off, he's John Wick. And John <laughs> yeah, Wick, thats a comeback right there. Jo- yeah. Now that, like, but that's like his third comeback. Yeah, you cannot kill Keanu Reeves. He is—he's legit. That's all he does. All Keanu Reeves does. If all Chris Carter did was catch touchdowns, all Keanu Reeves does is be a movie star. Yeah, and I know. It's like it's just a, like we all have the same like weird like sort of stoner like kind of dipshit Im- impression of him, just like, Oh, he can't be that smart. He can't... Like, actually, maybe he's the smartest one of us all.
0: I'll, I'll tell you one <laughs> of his two of his favorite roles that came out back to back kind of Parenthood where he held his own in a oh, monster yeah. comedy cast with Steve Martin and Diane As the Weiss, dopey boyfriend as right. the, uh, who got the Martha girl pregnant, yeah. And then my own private Idaho right. opposite River Phoenix, and River Phoenix's most acclaimed role.
1: Right. I, I, I'm I now in the, just like I don't make fun of Tom Cruise anymore because I respect the, you know, I don't hate the right. player. counter uh, Reeves, genius.
2: Well, you know, there is a dinner theater you can do in L.A. where it's point break every night, and mm-hmm. they pick an audience member to, just read Kano's line because you awesome. don't need any acting ability.
1: I know those guys, and they've oh, do? done okay. a couple of different shows. Uh, and I went, and uh, they, I did. Uh, they did Terminator Two Live for a long time, oh, yeah, which was a ton of fun. Went and saw that. Had them on a radio show I did in New York a long time ago. Uh, Point Break Live has been they? running for years. It's just like a little. Com- it's a comedy. Trip. Right. right, improv. My buddy George has been was invo- involved in it for years. That's awesome. Yeah, but. It, I don't know. What, what, do you, what, what else can you say? He I don't know
2: just... anyone who knows more people named George than you. Your dad's named George, George name's George. His name's George. You know another name, George. Right. Uh, let's go on to number 24.
1: Hey, 24. Hey. You just made the list.
2: Uh, Robert Redford is fantastic. The natural, the sting, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, all the president's men, Jeremiah Johnson. But let me tell you this Robert Redford plays. Robert Redford in every one of these movies. Uh, uh, I mean, every movie it's same Robert way Redford Keanu just Keanu Reeves. Keanu <laughs> Reeves in every movie. Well, we pointed out a couple of things: Devil's Advocate and Parenthood, where he actually kind of maybe takes on a little bit of a role. Robert Redford is so Robert Redford that in the natural, when he has to play young Robert Redford, he just plays Robert Redford. <laughs> He's like, you know, I mean, Glenn Close being 16 is completely ludicrous. But they're just like, ah, fuck it, we'll just make Robert Redford be himself.
1: But okay, when it comes to guys like Keanu Reeves and Robert Redford, yeah. You know, Wait, that sentence has never been said That is, <laughs> it has never been said before. It may never be said again. It's sort of like certain restaurants. Like, I don't go to, uh, uh, let's say, like, you know, a local chain place. The 99. The ni- it's, of course, absolutely. You know what you're going to get. They bring you the same dependable quality stuff. You're Please getting don't gold stretch fever. Your, like, your, yeah. yeah. You're getting gold fever. You're getting the burger, the popcorn, the giant beer. That's what you know they do, <laughs> and they do it so well. Right. Robert Redford kind of always played charming, handsome, and just a little dull. Keanu Reeves has always played like surfer, dude, and a little stoned. And we love them for it, whether they're doing kung fu or playing a weird boyfriend, whether they're playing a reporter, a baseball star, or a CIA operative.
2: Yeah, I think the most acting, though, Robert Redford ever did was the mustache in Bush (laughs) Cassidy.
1: Really? (laughs) What's your favorite, Robert? We don't do this enough, I think, with these top 50 stars. What is your favorite Robert Redford For me, it's all the
2: President's Men. I love him as Bob Woodward and all the President's Men.
1: Yeah, mine's natural. You know, you know what
2: it is? Well, the natural, of course, is probably my favorite movie of that group. But you know what? I grew up. My father was obsessed with that movie, so every time it came on, Movie Loft with Dana Hersey or whatever, it was on. And it was right. he would always tell me the history of Watergate and this whole thing and all this other stuff. And and it was uh, I don't know. I got sucked in. That's so that's Great like movie. a personal favorite. We
0: should definitely go around the horn on every for the top yeah.
1: twenty-five. What's your favorite? Yeah, for going in for top twenty-five. Let's yeah, let's around the horn it for sure. I think Robert. Red, one thing Robert Redford kind of. Did which I really appreciated. I mean, gee whiz, he's only kind of important to film, uh, you know, small movie festival. He started out by one of his vacation homes. Uh, he's got a... like he always did a great stare. Always like he yep. did a lot. I think he actually did his best acting without saying much, and it's probably because he was blessed with incredible looks. Yeah, I mean, I know he's sort of like aged up, hey, moisturizer party of one, your red fruit is ready, uh, but. I think he did some of his best work without dialogue. Uh, Yeah. Did you see that movie that came out a couple years ago, like One Man Versus the Sea or whatever it was, where he's stuck on the boat and people said, and it was just like a a death struggle for the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People said that this was probably actually where he had to do his best, the best work of his career. Well, and then how
2: about, talk about a comeback here, Captain America.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. He was in... uh, uh, winter, winter soldier. soldier right yeah,' he was great in that
2: movie. he brought and, and even though he looked like you know he's uh, he almost looked like Crip keeper version of Robert Redford, <laughs> he was still Robert Redford, but the, you know he w- he really kind of brought legitimacy mm-hmm. to that entire movie
1: everyone loves a good all american look at, whenever it comes by oh absolutely
2: uh, all right let 's go on to number
1: twenty
0: three <laughs> <laughs> you just made the list. Some of these movies aren't great. Some of them aren't good. Some of them aren't, you know, loved by everyone. But here we go. Name me a better better list of movies in this 10-year span from an actor. Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, Batman Forever, Ace Ventura 2, The Cable Guy, Liar, Liar, Truman Show, Man on the Moon, Me, Myself, and Irene, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Bruce Almighty, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless mind that's 10 years
1: 94 yeah. to 2004. that's a that's, that's a imp- prime that's a prime right there That's it is that's a Manny Ramirez with the Red Sox contract right there that's a
2: despite the Grinch being terrible it, and, it,
1: and a couple of these yeah. were terrible but I
2: love the cable guy and that was panned to
1: death right but it, not ben, it was it ben, still- was ben still was that Ben Stiller's big screen Ben Stiller yeah. Judd Apatow they were all involved yeah. and that's a, uh, I, I think we wildly kind of, underrated that, that's on the I think whenever Shawshank does their go back and rewatch Right. Of course Time Cop will be number one. Uh <laughs> but I think Cable Guy deserves a rewatch. It's too. great. Cable of <laughs> Matthew Broderick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um first
0: twenty million dollar man in Hollywood. Yep. Uh his movies were must see. They they there were events. You had yeah. to go see the new Jim Carrey who, movie. Who,
1: who's the who who do we who do we now have sort of as he was kind of one of the last stars. Like is The Rock maybe like the last,
0: I mean, possibly. The last
1: of the when his movies come out, you know. I think we go see brands more than anything now. Yes, it's a Star Wars. It's a Star Wars. It's a Marvel movie. Yes, right. Jim Carrey was one of the last, like, stars that really opened movies before his downspin.
0: Yeah, and speaking of it, I think him not getting nominated for Oscars really affected his choices going on because he stopped doing the comedy that we all loved him doing. He started doing things like the number 23, and I love you, Philip Morris, kind
1: of like... Not begging for a nomination, but I love you. Philip Morris was actually pretty good. He's in that with Aaron Eckhart, right? right? right. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Ewan, McGregor, I Ewan think. McGregor, sorry.
0: But by the time he went back to comedy, he he'd lost us. He Aaron he was Housen, doing The Yes Man me. and but also, Mr. Popper's Penguins, yeah. and you know, they're not
1: it's not Ace Ventura when he returned to comedy. I felt like he went he was kind of going back and trying to do like do these movies to resuscitate his career. Right. Like, Oh wait, you guys want me to go back and do more of this? Cause I, I stopped doing it for a while Cause I made these crazy movies. Uh When he was kind of on that Robin Williams track, I thought Truman show like, Oh, so good. He was doing the big broad comedies and like, Hey, look, I also have dramatic muscles. I can flex too. He's great in Truman show. Yep, He's, he's an everyman. Uh, he's, yeah, he has. Well, I yeah. think he had more depth and flexibility than people. Realize. But you're
2: right. Is when Truman Show started getting Oscar buzz, and he ended up. I think he got like a Golden Globe. He won nomination. the Golden Globe did against he win Tom it? Okay.
0: Hanks, but then, for did, Private Ryan.
2: But yeah. didn't he not get an Academy Award nomination? He was for it? never
0: nominated. Right, and it was. But I so it was like around. this quest he was devastated.
2: to get. It was like this quest to finally. And I loved Man on the Moon. I mean, I love the, uh, the Andy Kaufman story. What's really funny when I saw the, uh, Man on the Moon in the theater. The um, there was like I don't know ten minutes left in the movie and the frickin' reel broke, and so the movie oh, just right. ended. And I knowing the history Kaufman, of Andy Kaufman yeah. thought that was on
0: purpose. Did you? So, whoa! So, so so I was like, like, so like, this is brilliant. Now Bob like, Zamuda should like, have come I'm out and that, been like, psych! Did you guys see the? documentary? So I got up and left. Jim, I didn't know it's like rented on oh, DVD. Oh, the, the one Jim, about and, Jim, Carrey, Jim like, and Andy where I haven't Jim's, seen it yet. no. where Jim Carrey comes out and says, "Yeah, I I got the part and I was so excited. I was up against him and Ed Norton for the part of Andy Kaufman." Jim Carrey went to the beach, got it. He said he was struck by lightning, and it was Andy Kaufman saying, I'll be doing my own movie, thank you very much. Right, And yeah, he yeah. inhabited Jim Carrey's body. That's what he said. That Check out also the truth. Andy, yeah, well, it, it's ridiculous, I know. I know, but, yeah. oh, but yeah, you watch him tell the story. He's Looney
2: like, Tunes now. Yeah. Um, but he's read, follow on Twitter, though. You should also read uh, uh, Zumuta's new book, uh, The Truth Finally, that is supposed to reveal that Andy did fake his death and it was supposed to have come back 30 years later, but he didn't know what happened. He thinks he might have died of AIDS.
1: Oh, wow. well, it, yeah. did he get lost?
2: No, the, yeah. He, well, he says, he goes, you know, we, we, we had this all planned. We even had a dummy, all this stuff. But Zemuda then uses the book to kind of talk about making Man on the Moon, his relationship with Jim Carrey. It Which may, wasn't good, I guess. Well, yeah, so Carrey was really hard to deal with. Yeah. In fact, they had this whole scam like at, at the, at the, the Playboy the Mansion doors, yeah. where um, – the uh, Zamuda uh, they, they told uh, Heff that uh, Andy was gonna or that uh, Jim Carrey was gonna show up in the Clifford uh, what's his uh, Cliff- Tony Clifton outfit. Tony Clifton, yes, yeah. and Zamuda showed up in the Tony Clifton outfit. And, Which they did a lot apparently. But all the bunnies thought that it was Jim Carrey. Uh, Jim Carrey. So Zamuda got blown in the bathroom because some girl thought it was oh, Jim Carrey. Oh. And so when the security found out, <laughs> they were. So they, 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 literally, him and you know, he gets taken out to the alley and beaten the shit out of.
0: But he was the biggest movie star in the they world for, yeah. for for a, a, probably a, a ten year period. Jim Carrey, pretty close, yeah. You know, or uh, the biggest comedy star in the How world. How excited were say. you when the, uh, the mask came out? I I thought the mask was I love Cameron Ventura. Diaz alone from that
1: Ace Ventura. Yeah. I thought was the most one of the most uh, 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 one uh, one surprising one of the most surprising, surprising comedies. You. Like right. we were talking this week on the radio show. About Step Brothers experiencing right. the tenth anniversary. There's that great piece, the Oral the, History On the Ringer, of, yeah, yeah. on the ringer. I continue to delight in movies I didn't expect to be that funny, and then you see them and they're so freaking funny. Ace Ventura was one of the original holy crap, I can't believe this is as funny as it is. And
0: a comedy star was born. Yeah.
1: Well After we, in we in all Color, saw it coming yeah. though. I, I mean, come on, I mean the white guy he from in jumped in Living Color? off yeah. the screen. You saw the first time you saw Fire Marshal Bill, you're like, why isn't this guy a movie star yet?
2: Uh, yeah, just absolutely classic. Yeah, And what's funny was, yeah, that was in Living Color was the Black Saturday Night Live, and the white guy ended up being the big star. Yep. F- favorite Jim Carrey
1: um, movie? My favorite. Ugh, the the douchebag answer is Eternal Sunshine, even though I've only seen it like twice. Okay. Michelle Gant. Uh, no, it's, but it's Ace Ventura. Okay.
2: Yeah. It's got to be Dumb and Dumber, but. yeah. But I mean, cable guy, I can I can do the whole movie. I, just, I love that movie. It's so great.
1: Not juice, yet.
2: yeah oh, thanks. Uh, thanks. I, uh, thanks for the boost. They never had a slam dunk before.
1: <laughs> I loved
0: *Liar Liar*. I think that's one of his funniest movies.
1: Oh yeah! Believe it right. or not, I was my in-laws were over recently. Shock. Uh, <laughs> liar! You liar. don't say, Nick. Hi, 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 hi. That liar liar brought that yeah. into here. And, right, no, and I <laughs> was like. Sent to the basement, basically the only place I could have a quiet me- moment to myself to go like drink a beer and not deal with all the nonsense was <laughs> in the basement. And I went down to the old fan cave, had a be- had a beer, and I w- and Yes Man was on, and I had never seen it. And that was one of those like let me what, give you let me let give you more what back. you want. Let me try yeah. to get back. You know what? Even when Jim Carrey kind of goes back and like does the whole like let me give you what you want, it's actually pretty funny.
0: His highest-grossing
1: movie, Bruce Almighty. Which me, is also a great movie. She gave me mother in law a break,
2: Nick. She gets great headache.
1: And who and uh and who's the big and who's the biggest who was the breakout star of that? Steve Carell.
2: Yes, and then they made Bruce. Uh, what was it Evan Almighty, Evan Almighty, which was even better than Bruce Almighty? Um, <laughs> said said you. Well, it's Steve my, Carell's biggest fan right here.
0: Oh my, my wife, wife loved Evan Almighty. Um,
2: yeah. let's move on now that to number twenty. Stomp the yard. Twenty two.
0: Number twenty two. You just made the list.
2: Ooh. Number double deuce might be the biggest shit in the history of Hollywood. We're talking about The Godfather on the waterfront, the wild one. But you know what? It's not those movies. It's the movies where he just makes cameos. That The cameos are bigger than the work of some great actors out there. That's Apocalypse the reason why I wear now. a bucket
1: on my head, Alan Dr. Moreau.
2: <laughs> Apocalypse Now, Island of Dr. Moreau. Superman the movie <laughs> as Jor-El where he literally had them put the lines on the kid's diaper so he didn't have to mem- <laughs> memorize them. Uh, but in, in how the good score is he is
1: Jarell, though?
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's amazing. Dude, in he the is... score, not only did he refuse to wear pants so they wouldn't film him because he was so fat, they wouldn't film, like, so he's always behind like a table, And but he made Frank Oz, who directed the score, do all of his <laughs> direction in the Miss Piggy voice, or he wouldn't do it.
1: <laughs> and Marlon- Frank Oz is yeah. notoriously uh, annoying to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He will not do the Miss Piggy voice. He will not do he will not so, do Muppet voices on command because Brando must he have says heard they're this. a character. Yeah. Wow. He must have heard this and said, I'm not because he just
2: he would fuck with everybody. Remember he won the Academy Award and he sent out a Native American Indian, American, woman? American Indian girl. Uh but Marlon Brando, like I said, his role in Apocalypse Now is the last, what, ten, fifteen minutes of the movie at best? And it's it's even par- only parts of that.
1: I and mean, he's just basically it's like his it's like his shaved head and shadows. That
2: is the the most intense acting you'll ever see in your entire life. The Godfather, he barely even has that many di- that much
1: dialogue, but He's the entire so opening good, scene though. sets up What what's to come for the, the
2: two of the greatest movies of all time, which George has never and seen. And
1: you're not going to love Robert De Niro's, even though he was so great in the flashback scenes in the beginning of Godfather 2, unless you knew how great and how influential and powerful Vito Corleone was, which only happened thanks to Marlon Brando. But, you know, when you when you... I think we've talked about this before. We talked about Saturday mornings where Dad would show you like the History Channel movies, we call them, like the Channel 38, Channel 38 movies, the 38 Dad movies, right. Guns and and et cetera, like your Dirty Dozens. Every now and again, my mother used to, whenever I was either home from school or like sick, she would go to the store and rent a bunch of these movies, like Weathering Heights and all the uh, uh, Orson Welles movies I had, I had never seen. And she would rent those oh, movies because yeah. she, she was an actress and she did a lot of theater and she wanted me to see these movies. And every time she would bring home some Brando movies, and we would just sit there and watch them together. I was blown away. He's so good in On the Waterfront, it may may be the single best performance by a male actor in movie history.
2: The classic scene where he talks about, I could have been a contender, I could have been somebody, instead of a nobody, which is what I am. Instead of a bum, which is what I am. Right, so he's talking about his boxing career, right? He doesn't box in the entire movie. Many people consider that one of the great sports moments, sports movie moments of all time, and it's just dialogue in a
1: car. Because it haunts him. Because it's so, Mm -hmm. he is just so freaking good. Marlon Brando might have been, now who's considered the, like, who's considered, Lawrence Olivier considered maybe the greatest? Gregory Peck, Theater theater actor, excuse me, uh, greatest movie actor, greatest British Jimmy Stewart, maybe, I don't know. Maybe Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay. I I guess if we had to, to run a quick five, Brando makes the list before anybody else. He also knew I don't know to, where he fit where he f, where ends up, but certainly
2: knew how to make the best use of a stick of butter. Um, let's <laughs> move. <laughs> I talk on. about it now, back
1: back to me first. That's yes. right. Yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah.
2: Very cool yes. Things. Very nice. Um, let's move on to number two. Go Google if you don't know what that is. Uh, just don't do the video part. Um, number twenty-one.
1: Malcolm Butler. Wow. wow. Nice. wow. You just made the list another actor on this list who is a bona fide movie star, and I mean all this man was sent here to do is be a movie star. Sometimes a supporting role actually broke through in a supporting role. Recently gave us several new great supporting roles. Has been a leading man since that first supporting role that I saw him in in the mid-80s for 30-some-odd years. Is there an actor on this list, I ask you, that is more, not perplexing, more vexing than number 21, Kevin Costner. Now, here's why I say that. Okay. When Kevin Costner is good, nobody does what he does better. Mm -hmm. And when Kevin Costner is bad, nobody (laughs) and the movies that they're in sucks harder than Kevin Costner. For every Bull Durham, for every Crash Davis he gives you, for every Roy Tin Cup McAvoy that he right. gives you, there's a fucking for love of the game. Uh, there, there's, <laughs> the train, there's Was it the, There's There's the Waterworld. There's the Postman. What's the draft Three thousand miles draft of day? Vegas. Draft uh, day uh, draft. was great. Was it? You it was You need to speak to somebody about your drug problems. <laughs> you watched <laughs> it with me,
0: but you were wasted.
1: I didn't watch it with you. You
0: we, we were doing comedy one night.
1: You slept over. And yeah, you started. Was I was hammered and I fell asleep. <laughs> On and you're like, this is pretty good. <laughs> but, then you fell asleep. Yeah, I said that to make you. Movie was Same great. Way I, put I tell myself you all asleep. the time, Jurassic World is good. That's just so you <laughs> let me sleep over when I'm too drunk to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, but you know what I mean. Like okay, Kevin Costner, it, when I, the movie I mentioned earlier, he was so good in Silverado. Okay. that's where he. That's where he kind of broke through. 1985, the great ensemble West. Danny Glover's in that. Kevin Kline's in that. Jeff Goldblum. It's such a great ensemble movie. That deserves, that joins the lump. Uh, After Time Cop, (laughs) go back and watch Silverado. Uh, Kevin Costner goes on, his Robin Hood, we love it, because the movie was so fun, and the Bryan Adams theme song went crazy. He sucks in that movie. He has an American he accent all the time. It he, he tries to do British like in a third of the movie, and it's terrible. Yeah. So he switches back. That's the no, great no, line I mean,
2: from Men in Tights. Remember, <laughs> Carrie Elwes goes, unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak the British accent. <laughs> you
1: know, I mean, it's because Alan Rickman was so good as, you know, Hans Nottingham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sheriff, Sher- Sher- <laughs> Sheriff Gruber, basically. Now <laughs> I have the Sheriff bow and arrow. Ho ho ho, 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 ho. You know, When he does what he does great, he's incredible. His wider wasn't great. But every now and again, Kevin Costner will give you one of his sneaky good, true American – he's such an American. He's like the Brett Favre of male movie stars. Like, wow, Favre, 207 yards and four interceptions. Didn't see that coming. You suck today. Or where would you pull 380 yards and three touchdowns on Monday Night Football against the Raiders two days after your dad died out of your ass? You're Brett Favre. Right. Kevin Costner, same thing. You ever see open range? 2004 movie with Robert Duvall yeah I could watch that movie three times in a row it's oh. so good Costner is at his best when he does the least possible he's a good looking guy sexy dude uh what's that Tony Scott movie where he and Madeline Stowe have a lot of sex and then uh, revenge yes really good movie actually mm-hmm. Underrated. Sneaky good movie yeah
0: yeah uh fuck you th- would like draft day I'm telling you, it's right up your alley. It's really cool. I'm
2: gonna, uh, I'm gonna skip it. Um, (laughs) Okay, but, but so, Field of Dreams is amazing. Let me ask you this though: this is the the great, this is the great, this is the great debate though. Bull Durham, guy movie, chick flick.
0: I think Jerry said it best. It's a chick flick disguised as a guy movie. Is that what Jerry called it? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, Nuke 'Looch and I mean the movie is a whole. It's baseball, so it's got to be right. You know. Some some part man, and then it's all
1: Susan Sarandon. Dare I say it's the movie that kind of like, like kind of launches his... split the gap, yeah, like it yeah. et, split the difference perfectly. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you think so? Like Bull, right 50-50 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: isn't that the isn't the whole idea to like?
2: I would have thought like Jerry Maguire. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I, uh, that, but okay, right Bull, down the middle. Jerry Maguire is Bull Durham in a lot of ways, though, yeah. because like it's got a message. It's funny. It's poignant. It's incredibly entertaining. It's well paced. Right and sports movie. Yeah. So you got the guy factor, but at the same time, like the you know, you complete me, you had me at hello. Yeah. Come on, those aren't lines uh, that- K- Kevin Costner
0: with the greatest opening line in sports history when he walks in and says, I'm the player to be named lather. That's right. <laughs> he's he's yeah.
1: the Now why didn't you open with that earlier as opposed to Toss to White?
0: I don't know. What's your favorite Kevin Costner movie? It's good. Probably open range. Open range?
1: I uh, feel
2: the dreams, but I can't watch it because I get weepy at the end. Yeah. That's uh, fine. But So I'm probably going to go Tin Cup. Yeah. I, I love tin, cups tin Cup. Tin Cup's good. It's really... It's, it's, uh, that's uh, another uh, one. By, Rene,
1: so uh, Renee Russo had fully embraced her aging sex star yeah. part yes. there. She wasn't like the firecracker from *Little Weapon 3 But anymore.
2: Brad Faxon had taught uh, Kevin Costner the uh, golf swing that he has in the movie. But he only taught him how to hit a seven iron. That's why every every golf shot he has, like it, that's why he says the unfinished symphony of Roy McAvoy is because he only taught him how to swing a seven iron. Wow. And and Costner is a good athlete and hadn't been a big player. Ended up joining like pro-ams.
1: But the seven iron is if if you had to go out on the course right now with only one club. Well, and that
2: he is the one scene where he, where he makes the cut to, to qualify for the yep. uh, U.S. Open with a, just the a seven iron. He asked, uh, uh, what's his face, uh, Sims. Uh, You ever made the cup co- Using just a 7-iron And he goes Well gee Roy I never thought to try <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, Damn, and, but Now and, I have to go back And watch 10 cups. In case oh, you guys The whole thing This top We did a whole 100 movies last summer Now on this top 50 Male star list Now I feel like I have to go back And watch so many more movies My, my favorite's Robin Hood Yeah
0: Just because it uh, It's something you could. I'm going to be able To share that with my kids And I, I actually have Mary's watched it And it's a lot of fun It's a fun movie
2: all right, that was fantastic. That's uh, actors uh, 30 to 21. Guys, what were we Shawshanked by this week?
1: Sh- sh- Shawshanked. Why don't we start okay. with uh, Nick? Go ahead. What I'll you kick got? it off. You know what? Because I got the fever. Oh. And the only cure for the fever is more Infinity War. Oh. <laughs> All right, so I finally saw Avengers Infinity War. I should have seen it when it came out. Life got in the way because life finds a way. Different movie series. I'm not going to go see the Jurassic World. I did finally see Infinity War. And it wasn't just – I kind of put off seeing it because I think I was I, – I, I knew how heavy the stakes were. I knew how intense the movie was supposed to be. I also suffer, like a lot of people do now, from comic book movie overload. Yeah. And I just – I said, you know, I can't not see this movie. Right. Long movie. It's a commitment. <laughs> two and a half hours, too. And at this point in our lives, two and a half hour movies plus – yeah, that's you gotta base a whole night around it. Right. Were you able to avoid a lot of the spoilers though? Uh, I mean I I sort of had the an idea of what happened at the right. end. I read enough comics. You and I had talked about sure, it before. Sure. Wow. I mean, just wow. It's so good. Not only was it the best movie I've seen this year, I think this is the best comic book movie I've seen in years. Really? And I think it's the best Marvel movie. I am so impressed. These Russo brothers who put this together, who did Civil, uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Captain America, Civil War, and now Infinity War and Untitled Avengers movie number four, also were directors of Community. That was like their big gig at first. Right. I wish when we were interviewing Joel McHale on AAF a few weeks back, I asked him, hey, did you ever think that the guys who directed some of the funnier episodes in the middle seasons of Community would get the biggest movie franchise or second biggest movie franchise in history? The way these guys handle it Someone referred to it recently as not just a giant movie with every superhero from the Marvel universe together, but rather fun combinations in different acts of like Marvel superhero mutations. Like wouldn't it be fun to just put Robert Downey Jr and Benedict Cumberbatch together and we'll throw in Spider-Man and make them have like a little space play. Yeah, they're all little groups. They're great, all in these fun little groups so you don't see every Avenger at the same time so it doesn't bog you down. You see this giant galactic supervillain versus different cool Marvel heroes in different amazing settings. It, the dialogue is crisp, it's super funny, and the action sequences and effects are incredible. The end credits Maddie, are 9 minutes long. Legitimately every human being alive worked on this movie. <laughs> are there like
3: a, is there like a coda at the end like a
1: a little secret Marvel yeah, yeah, scene? Yeah, yeah. There is. Okay. And I will say to everyone who gets bummed out by the end, there's hope.
0: And also just I'm just
1: I'm just saying Peter Parker
0: and Tony Stark at the end. It's oh, everything. God oh, God-wrenching.
3: Uh, God George, wrenching. what, what were movie. you uh,
2: Shawshanked by this week? I was
0: Shawshanked by uh, something on YouTube. I was just fooling around on YouTube, and I saw this Stolen Balor compilation. Stolen Balor is when you're—I um, know, it's so <laughs> ridiculous. Thing, weird, who, who, it's, who gets Shawshanked who? by videos—all right, go ahead. All right. I told you to watch the I, no, and I My kids watch Cops and are obsessed with the show Cops, so they just love watching... kids watch Cops? Yes. Next week, George Shawshank's by Faces of Death, Right. so enjoy. (laughs) So so Stolen Valor is when uh, a a veteran spots someone else wearing the uniform but not wearing it correctly and goes up to them and asks them questions to see whether or not they're really in in the armed forces. They're
3: often begging for money, right, as a veteran. Exactly. Ah.
0: So they the veterans get so pissed off. I had brothers die in that uniform. It's great. It's Give me that coffee
2: cup with pencils.
0: It's American. It's it's like guys who are so, you know, happy to be, you know, I'm an armed service member and you aren't, you haven't deserved the right to wear that uniform. It's fantastic. It's fun. It's And it's, they have compilations. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: and the reason why it's so incredibly American is because it's based on fraud and shame. <laughs> Good Lord.
3: It's so stressful. It's like backyard fights. I don't know why you're yeah, like Shawshank.
1: Like yeah, it's like hobo
3: fights. Has George ever gone up?
2: Stolen valor. Have you ever gone up to anybody wearing a postal uniform and started
3: questioning oh, them? Yeah. I have. I, <laughs> I, I went one to Nick once.
1: And, I went, and then, I've, I've worn a million times on stage.
3: When Kippa sees someone in a fake postal uniform, he goes, I deliver. Boom! And then he punches him <laughs> in the face. <laughs> Gives him a licking. Uh, my stamp of approval. Ooh, ooh not bad. That'd that would be is, a wrestling oh, character, the postman. Okay. Oh, Ooh. Uh, Maddie. who the hell would cheer for the postman? That's that guy's not selling any merch. <laughs> Maddie, what were you
2: shouting by this week?
3: Well, I found a great show. Could you Google how many times Amy Adams has been nominated? I believe it's four or five. We're five, five Oscar, Oscar nominations from Amy Adams. We're I living like her through, I'll admit it. yeah. We're, well, hey man, we're living through an actress yeah. who's like Meryl Streep level right now. Five nominations is huge, and no one talks about her. And she just started the show on HBO called Sharp Objects. Oh yeah, okay. I believe it's called. And I watched the pilot, the premiere episode. Sunday night, and I am hooked. Really, there's a couple little weird things, like the mother played by Patricia Clarkson is a little maybe overwrought or over the top. She's like evil, and it's like, yeah, Yeah. and she's shot in shadow. It's like, all right, I get it, she's evil. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's you know I hate to put this type of bar on it this early, but it really reminded me of a female true detective. Really? Yeah, it has that feel. The editing, Season one or season two? <laughs> the, well, one, 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 one. The editing, the sense of building dread. So check it out, HBO. It's going to be my new uh, Midsummer Jam, Sharp Objects on HBO with Amy Adams.
0: Nice, fantastic. Thank you, how- Maddie. How about you, Buck? Would you get Shawshanked by this Yeah, week? Buck.
3: Oh, man. Uh,
2: for me, actually, it was I got uh, tied into a show called Crashing on HBO. It's been out for a while. I think they're working on season three. Okay. Pete Holmes, this local stand-up comedian.
0: Nick's friend, one of Nick's buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So he has a show. Uh, it's a uh, Judd Apatow production. And um, it's really funny. It's all based on this guy who uh, you know ends up getting divorced and kind of kicked out of his house so he, he's a stand-up comedian that's what he's trying to do for a career and he ends up kind of basically crashing on different guys different stand-up comedians couches the first one being Artie lang from that you know, oh High, sure yeah Howard stern show right so uh Artie, you get to see Artie back before he got his face broken in and now he looks terrible but um so you get to see Artie, sarah silverman's part of it um you know a lot of good comics the, the material is really good but what's really funny to me is this guy uh, pete's stand-up material in the show is Terrible, right? And that's and, and so that's like the the basis that he's a terrible stand-up comic. <laughs> so then I went on YouTube and he's using the same jokes in terrible stand-up comedy. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, my God, how the hell did this guy get a show? This Some of the stand-up is terrible. I saw him on Conan or something, and it was, like, cringeworthy. Yeah. Conan was doing his best with him, and I was just like, wow, this is killer. I'm sure the guy's fantastic talent, but the stuff that I pulled up, I was like, woof, this is terrible.
0: I saw him on a lot of those VH1 talking head shows, like I Love the 80s. Oh, and, was it? And, like, Lady Gaga's 20 Worst Outfits. Right. Nick used to be on my like, oh, oh, that's worst. my friend. <laughs> that's but right. uh, I remember uh, him being part of those, too. Yeah, yeah.
2: All right. Well, that's all we have for you this week. Uh, just uh, close up a few things. Uh, you can find us on Pod Six One Seven on tw- at Pod Six One Seven on Twitter. Yes. Um, and uh, you can also find us
0: at, w- at the other Pat's fan. Okay. Uh, at Maddie and Nick W A A F. Yep. Yeah. I'm at Uncle Buck W A F. At Ahoy Nick Stevens. Yeah. And, and at the Maddie Blake. Wow, there's a lot of places to follow us.
1: Yeah. Uh, or thanks, at our homes. That's right.
2: Thanks for joining <laughs> us, folks. Uh, Jerry Thornton, we love you. And once again, folks, you have been Shawshanked.
1: Gangsters. Shawshanked. And the Patriots win the Super Bowl. Brandy George. George, this is the top male movie stars. Each of us. Shawshanked.